You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. We had covered uh, the fear of poverty uh, last week. So the next disease that comes up in uh, Imam Maulu's book is to do with ostentation. It is a root cause of uh, its root cause is covetousness and doing good works for the sake of showing off. The cure of covetousness is also my cure for the next disease, ostentation. So roll up your sleeves if you want to set out a cure what is at the root of all diseases and what exacerbates them. I mean that showing off is one of the calamities of the heart whose definition is to perform an act of devotion for other than the, the Creator's sake. Rather, it is the purpose of seeking some worldly benefit or praise from His creation or to protect oneself from the opposite, that is loss of wealth or dispraise. The worst form is that which results in sinful deeds such as pretentious display of virtue. So as to be entrusted with the wealth of an orphan, the next degree is, uh, is what is done for some worldly matter, using good deeds as a means to obtain it. Finally, showing off is that which is done out of fear of the scornful gaze of people. It is cured by knowing that if all of the creation were to join forces to oppose you or support you, they would not be able to do so, except by his permission. Indeed, he alone possesses rewards for your actions in both abodes, and he is all-powerful, the ever-righteous and thankful. The next disease is Riyah, or ostentation, the most uh, nefarious form of which is when a person performs rites of worship merely to obtain a place in the hearts of others. The Prophet ﷺ referred to this behaviour as the lesser idolatry. He also said, I do not fear that you will worship the sun, the stars and the moon, but I fear you worshipping other than God through ostentation. He said, moreover, what I most fear for my community is doing things for other than the sake of Allah. Imam Maulud outlines three, significant, three signs of ostentation. The first two are laziness and lack of action for God's sake when one is alone and out of the view of others. When, when alone, a person becomes lethargic, unable or unwilling to perform acts of devotion, like reading Qur'an at home, but in the mosque, in the presence of others, he finds the drive to recite. This is not to suggest that one should not respond to the inspiration one receives when in the company of people who are doing good deeds. The point here is guarding the motivation behind one's act, especially devotional ones, that they be for God and for no one, for, not for anyone else. Another sign of ostentation is increasing in one's actions when praised and decreasing them in the absence of such praise. In Islamic sacred law, encouragement is not censored. When the Prophet saw somebody doing good, he would say, you did well. He would also say, what a believer, when a believer hears somebody praising him, his faith in iman increases, not his pride. In this way, he's encouraged to do more for the sake of Allah, not for the sake of praise. Scholars distinguish this from uh, this between this form of praise and uh, dishing out of empty flattery. One is encouraged to convey to someone that he has done a job well. This is especially with young people and people who are new to faith as well and people who have been uh, committing major sins and have found a rich vein of faith. The root cause a source of ostentation is desire, wanting something from a source other than Allah. The Arabic word for root here is uh, alwiya, a derivative that also refers to one who carries the banner, the standard bearer, who leads the way or commences an activity. The Imam says the cure for ostentation is the same as the cure for reckless compromise, mudahana. It is actively and sincerely seeking out purification of the heart by removing four things. Love of praise, fear of blame, desire of world, for worldly benefit from people and fear of harm from people. Now let me repeat that. 
It is actively and sincerely seeking out purification of the heart by removing four things. Love of praise, fear of blame, desire of worldly benefit of people, and fear of harm from people. This is accomplished by nurturing the certainty, yaqeen, that only Allah can benefit or harm one. This is the essence of the Islamic creed. Prophet said in one of his uh, hadith, Be mindful of God and God will protect you. Be mindful of God and you will find him in front of you. If you ask, ask of God. If you seek help, seek help from Allah. Know that if the whole world were to gather to benefit you with anything, it would benefit you only with something that God had already prescribed for you. And if the whole world were to gather to uh, do you harm, it would harm you only with something that God had already prescribed for you. The pens have been lifted and the ink has dried. Respected brothers, things and uh, sisters, things are self-explanatory in terms of uh, what uh, ostentation was and the driving force behind ostentation. And I can't emphasize or, or overemphasize uh, uh, those four points that I made uh, in terms of how to remove purification. The love of praise, the fear of blame, the two opposites. So you desire to be praised by people, you fear, the bl- you fear of blame. And you're seeking worldly benefit from someone. And also, you're fearing of harm. So praise uh, and, and criticism, seeking benefit, avoiding harm. Yes, people are a means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put on this earth for us to seek and achieve what we need to achieve. Everybody needs people to get to where they get to. We're sitting here, we're literate. Why? Because we have teachers that taught us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not teach us directly. He used the means of people. But the point was that they were a means and we recognize and gave them their due rights and give them their uh, due respect. But we do not see them as a substitute for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala providing them as a channel. Likewise, if we do commit a crime or if we do commit something that is, uh, do something wrong, we have to accept that there are going to be worldly punishments or reprimands for what we do. It does not say that we ignore it and it's not saying that we fear the people, but we fear the control the people have been given as vicegerents of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in terms of executing the law. Even if it's a policeman and you've parked your car and uh, you've parked in the wrong place, then yes, the police, your, your concern or your fear the punishment, not because you fear the policeman per se, but the capacity and what he represents. And that's what we should always remember when dealing with people. It's not to say that we walk with our heads high and, th- and we have no uh, respect for authority and we, can, we uh, uh, kind of uh, disintegrate into anarchy. The point is, is that we are seeing the wisdom and we're seeing that these people represent something else. So we should always, always, always come to this. And whenever we're doing something, we should always apply these four factors. Are we concerned uh, about uh, seeking the praise from someone? Are we, seeking criti- or are we worried about criticism or the harm or the benefit they may do us? If these are the primary factors driving, then we should check our intention. We, can, we make mistakes, we're human, we, we forget, that's fine. But the point is we all have this opportunity to revise our intentions. And it might be that these aspects are secondary or tertiary, but they should not be the primary focus of a person. And once we have this and we recognize, ultimately, if a person is attached to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his beloved Prophet who was the living Qur'an, and the Sahaba and the Salaf and those that understood thereafter, they are all linked to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because they're all a means. And if you recognize we're following their paths and their ways, again, then inshallah, then we will be successful and, and these other factors I talked about become irrelevant. By extension, you don't want to go to the other extreme where the focus is on these actions of these people, not recognizing that they're actually showing you an example and the emphasis on trying to emulate these people without stopping at that point, but not recognizing to go one point further in that these are a means of reaching Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
may Allah make it easy for myself, my brothers and my sisters to understand that Allah is our purpose in life. His pleasure and his concerns and his criticism are what we should be driving us in terms of what we do. Not only in public when we are with people, but when we are in the darkness and the privacy of our own homes or wherever we may be. And not only it is between ourselves and Allah uh, what we are doing. Inna Allah malaikatuhu salluna ala nabi. Ya ayyuhaladheen amnu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. For more information and to listen to more podcasts, visit us at arc.score or check out the Arc Media app.